0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent is with us for his weekly personal finance slot. Tomorrow afternoon, Charlie, at about quarter past one, there's going to be a hammer blow delivered once again to anybody with a mortgage in this country.
1: Yeah, unless you're fixed, you're, um, we're going to have our seventh uh, interest rate rise from European Central Banking. Uh, they could even hit us with a bumper rise tomorrow. There's quite clearly a possibility of a half percent rise tomorrow. Uh, um, up to now, we had been expecting a, a quarter percent increase. So, you know, that's a real blow to people who are on trackers and are still 100 and. 71,000 of those out there, uh, people on variables, people who are stuck with these vulture funds who can't get a fixed rate and can't move because... And there's afforded... nobody in authority
0: wants to do anything about.
1: Nobody in authority seems to want to do anything about there. That's an absolute scandal because the banks were pushed into selling those mortgages and a lot of those people can't move for affordability reasons or because they have credit issues. Uh, they can't move to another lender. And, and, and then new buyers are going to be hit with, with higher interest rates because it'll be eventually being passed on be passed on by the banks. Uh, even though the banks have been slow to kind of increase fixed rates and variable rates, we're now they probably down, will.
0: We're now down at the lower end of mortgage pricing in Europe when we used to be at the very top. But you get the sense, Charlie, and I don't know if you're picking this up, that the banks will, as soon as they can, pass all of these increases on.
1: They will, yeah. I mean, the, what, what they've been doing at the moment is holding back on mortgage rate increases and also holding back on savings rates. They haven't really been pushing up deposit rates. They're, they've gone up very little. But, you know, there reaches a point, you're writing seven incre- increases, there could be two more after that by July. Um, they, 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 they do kind of pass on, a, 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 you know, a proportion of those increases, so... It's very hard to see that they won't. Um, you know, one of the one of the increases we had recently, AIB were straight out on the day of the European Central Bank announcement, increasing some of their rates. So we could even see as soon as tomorrow, more uh, banks increasing their, their lending rates for borrowers, for mortgage borrowers.
0: The people with tracker mortgages, and this is the little spin I've detected coming out of various bankers and everything. Oh, sure, look, a lot of them have paid back their loans and it's not a very big mortgage anymore. As you're saying, some of them, Oh, about 130 grand, and they have about 15 years left on these loans. That's a lot of extra money they've been hit with over the past year.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to work out what exactly is owed on these, but it seems as if a lot of the big bumper, what, would you, what we used to used to call those jumbo mortgages that were taken out during the Celtic Tiger era, a lot of those haven't been paid back, and a lot of some of those people are on interest only, so they're only paying the interest. So they're being hit hard now with much higher interest rates. But yeah, so the average owed on on, on the trackers that are left there is 133 thousand euros. Now a lot of your listeners won't have any sympathy for tracker people because they had a good for so long but they are being hit hard now, remorselessly uh, being hit.
0: Here's one for you, Charlie. My mortgage went up again yesterday with permanent TSB. It was €1,580 euro three years ago. It's now twenty four, twenty two euros as of yesterday. These are the type of increases people are being hit with.
1: That's a savage level of increase. I and mean, you really have to seriously budget in a household to cope with that. And given that everything else has gone up as well, I mean, these are really big increases. If you're on a tracker rate, if you can move, uh, if you're on a variable rate as well, to speak to a broker, see if you can't do something about it. But, you know, there's still relatively attractive fixed rates available out there. You may be able to tie yourself down to a fixed rate for a few years, which would give you certainty and you wouldn't be exposed to these, um, uh, un, you know, just this, this, this never ending I- I- frenzy of mortgage rate increases from the European Central Bank.
0: If there's some bad news coming on interest rates, there's potentially some good news on food price inflation, which has been rocketing over the last year in double-digit increases. Yet, we have had supermarkets cutting prices of some dairy items.
1: Yeah, we, we, we've seen essentially a price war breaking out. Now, the farmers won't be happy. They'll be texting now They're never minute. happy, Charlie. They're never happy. But, I mean, you know, they expect that they're going to have to take the hit on this. But, yeah, we've suddenly seen an outbreak of of price cuts, um, milk Lidl, Aldi, Tesco, Supervalue have all knocked 10 cents off their own brand milk. And today, butter, Tesco, Aldi, and Supervalue all knocked 40 cents off what we used to call the pound of butter. Uh, the, 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 so they've knocked 40 cents off that. So there's definitely a bit of a price war going on. You might wonder why. Well, it's global commodity prices have come right back. Fertilizer feeds, some of that is, 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 is ending up being lower prices on on the, on the shelves. And the supermarkets are in a battle. For market share, particularly those um, Aldi and Lidl, those um, German discounters, they're, 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 they want to k- uh, keep people buying because people are now spending less. They got very price conscious. They're going to the shop more often. They're buying less because they, because it's costing more. And to get the, to incentivize them to keep going to the shop and to keep buying, they're, they're now uh, starting to cut prices. But as I say, the farmers are really annoyed at this. They see this as an attack on their income because farm grade prices are coming back. They were at record levels last year. They were getting 60 cents a litre for milk. It's come back about 15 cents and they're not very sure who's funding this uh, the, the, the this price cut but they suspect it to be the supermarkets and of course we don't know Ian because they don't publish most of them don't publish results we don't see their financial results we don't know whether they're engaged in price gouging you know is there opportunistic profiteering having been gone on for up to now and uh, who's going to take the hit here and the farmers and will suspect it to be them
0: and will they just put up the price of every other item on the shelves out there
1: which is pretty much what they've been doing anyway and you know, as you know a lot of people have pointed out they can well absorb this they have been pushing prices up at, at, at a ridiculous rate up to now and you you know, grocery inflation is still running at at something like 16.6%. Now, for the first time in two years, it's down a little bit on the previous month, but it's still, I mean, that is still extraordinary levels of grocery inflation. Uh, so, you know, the European Central Bank has, uh, has said it, uh, and Goldman Sachs, these kind of people have said, look, there's some opportunistic kind of uh, profiteering going on here, what they call greedflation. We just don't know whether it's the case with the supermarkets but um, certainly the farmers will tell you they think it's the supermarkets who are at fault here.
0: Speaking of companies profiteering, have we had any sense when the electricity companies will start properly passing on the price cuts? And I should note, price of oil down again today under
1: $70 a barrel? That as well and wholesale gas prices way down and have been for a long time Ian but we haven't seen this pass through because the energy companies keep telling us they're locked into these futures contracts, this hedging which means until they unwind they can't pass on the cuts but... My understanding is a lot of those hedging contracts are starting to unwind, so we should be starting to see cuts for households. Remember, we saw Electric Ireland cut for businesses, but not for households.
0: Has the government asked any of the electricity companies to explain their pricing? Have they asked the supermarkets to explain their pricing when we see wholesale, wholesale rates for energy, when we see farmer get, farm gate prices for dairy products? Has anybody asked any of these companies
1: to come in And explain their pricing. Well, you know, we we had a succession of ministers out yesterday. um, Commentators, not people that you'd think are in power. Yeah, exactly. We had Michael McGrath, the finance minister. We had Pascal Donahue, the public expenditure minister. And we had the energy minister, Eamon Ryan, all saying they wanted to see the, the, the falls in commodity prices passed on to consumers. Now, Eamon Ryan says he has had the energy companies into him to explain what's going on. Maybe he needs to bang the table a bit harder, uh, you know, and and, and demands some of these cuts are passed back to to consumers. But, you know, what the energy companies will tell you is that they're losing money still on on the retail side of their market, the supply business. But it must be, you know, these these contracts must be unwinding at this stage. They... They, they made some bad decisions where they locked into long term contracts, which were turned out to be bad value, uh, and it, look, it looks like the little guy has to pick up the tab as usual which in this country
0: w- which would be fine if they came out and explained that if they appeared before an Oroctus committee and said here 's what happened, and here 's when we can actually pass them on
1: Well that would be useful exercise for one of the Oroctus committees, maybe the public finance committee, to bring them in and say to them, "Hold on, guys here now." Tell us exactly how many contracts you have, that uh, and and what length you have those futures contracts for, and when are they going to unwind, and when can we expect uh, uh, some cuts? We could see the regulator as well; it would be useful to see them waving a stick a bit bit harder as well. Charlie
0: Weston from the Irish Independent. Thank you very much for joining us. The last word with Matt
1: Cooper weekdays from four thirty.